So here's the choice. Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil, a has-been, full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership, competition and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to our numero dos, our number two of Radio Law Talk here on this Saturday. Saturday, what are we here? December, uh, it's a December the 6th, 5th. 5th? December the 5th. And it, it, folks, it will be December 5th all day, just FYI. Changing okay. it at midnight. Yeah, it cha- to... yeah well, change it unless midnight. you're listening to us on podcast, and then that's going to be a different day. Then, then it could be a different, it could be, <laughs> could be as early as December the 7th when it's uploaded. And that's when... Uh, uh, anything from the fifth would be uploaded. The a following day that will live in infamy. Yes, uh, the uploaded uh, podcast. What is the fifth? There is something that happened. December seventh, Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's true. Yes, that's true. And he said, "Well, an old guy like you would remember that." No, I wasn't alive then. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So yeah, December seventh, what, nineteen forty-three? I think. Yes, uh, yeah. forty-three or forty-two. Yeah, yeah one, one of those two. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're at here. I'm Todd Cunin, sitting in for Fred Penny, who's on assignment. Uh, to my right, Denise Dirks, welling, uh, welling, wearing the festive green jersey of uh, for Oregon Ducks, uh, uh, formerly the number eight, formerly worn by Oregon Duck quarterback star Marcus Mariota. One of the many One stars of the, many. Of the Oregon Ducks. Uh, very successful quarterback under the Chip Kelly era. At uh, at Oregon, and uh, I don't know where he's at in the NFL now. Is he? St- I mean, uh, I, Oakland. He's a he's a Raider. Is he a Raider? He's, he's no, back not in, Oakland. Yeah. Las Vegas. Or, uh, I mean, well, uh, Las he's, Vegas. A, he's a Raider. I, I can't say Las Vegas. I'm sorry. I know yeah, it's I, so hard to yeah. think like that. I remember when they went to L.A. It was hard for me to call them the L.A. Raiders, but they were there for the longest time, and they came back and to Oakland. And now, by the way, 1941 <laughs> was Pearl Harbor, and Pearl, also yes. the San Diego Chargers' starting quarterback is also a Duck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's really good. By the way, you know, radio. Oh, Lata. exactly. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's Her- Herbert. He yes. is a star. He is he, really good. He, uh, he is yeah. really. He's an Oregon Duck. Not only is he an Oregon Duck, he's a Eugene, Oregon superstar. He was born and raised there. He's like amazing. Hey, hey, okay, so I, like me. I <laughs> can make this. I can make this radio law talk relevant. 
Oh, I, because I of thought in, because of me, I was but, relevant. Well, but, uh, but relevant in terms of legal analysis. All okay? right. And here we go. And I just learned this last week. So the uh, quarterback for the San Diego, uh, for the Los Angeles Chargers, formerly San Diego Chargers, uh, Herbert. Yes. Oregon Duck alum. He got the start this year because of a pregame injury suffered by the Chargers' then-starting quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. Now, the pregame injury was he had some cracked ribs, and so they were going to give him a cortisone shot so he could play. And when they were giving him the cortisone shot... They punctured his they lung. punctured his lung. Can so you believe that? At the last minute without of taking... Of course, now he's represented by Penny and Associates. And no, well, I'm just but, And here is the legal <laughs> thing that I learned this week. Tyrod Taylor has stated that he is not going to file any for any legal relief alleging negligence or malpractice because of the punctured lung. Do you suppose he has insurance for that? Well, yeah, they, they're they, paying him to. still. Yeah, he, I he's, mean, he's getting paid. He has no loss. Yeah. You know, physical. Yeah. He has some physical loss, but but he has no actual monetary loss. And at he this doesn't stage. have to get hurt by playing. So really, it's probably a good thing for him at the end of the well, day. I, and and I, Herbert's I, doing wonderful. Oh, he's a star. He is yeah. A I think I think star, one yeah. of the things that he might argue is is future, future financial losses. Taylor could could raise that argument because look. Uh, I'm now a backup quarterback. I lost my starting job because of the injury, despite the unwritten rule that a starting quarterback should never lose their job because of injury. But I lost that. They're not going back to me. And now my contract, for example, contracts are only year to year. If he's got no guaranteed money and he's on a year to year or, you know, it could be a four year contract. But if they cut him before a certain amount of time, they don't owe him the remaining amount. You know, he could have future losses, but he's decided not to fight that. At least that's what he said in the press. Well, so. he, I think he's going to be fine. He's going to recover and be just fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's always going to be back up from now on anyway. That's that's he was it was questionable why they were starting him anyway. Yeah. So. Well, you know, and when you wasn't Herbert a first round draft choice for the Chargers. Yep. So, look, if you draft somebody in the first Here's round, your sign. <laughs> uh, you know that the future is not you. Right. And so uh, there you go. Um, so <clears throat> that's what we have. So Denise is wearing the colors there for the Ducks. Cal behind the, you know, if you weren't here for the first hour, I said the, the that smooth jazz voice behind the glass is none other than <laughs> Calvin funny. Hunter. Right. You know? Hey. Uh, Cal. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, a lot of people that tune into Radio Talk, Law Talk for one reason and one reason only. And it's not for our historical event acumen, apparently, as we learned with our inability to say um, what. 1941 for what Pearl year, Harbor. Yes, yeah, I think we had bantied, uh, bantered about uh, 42 and 43 before you actually looked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but people do tune in for Case or No Case. What do you got for us? Now got it's time to play Case or No Case. Yeah! I think it's a good one. Here we go. They were a married couple and got hooked on to one of the most popular Christmas songs ever composed, a holiday classic. A guy named Randy Brook, who lives in East Dallas, Texas, wrote the song in 1977. And a married couple that was touring, they were kind of a little rung higher than he on the musical ladder, heard him play it in a club as he was opening for them. And they said to him, can we record that song? And he said, sure, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Now, he'd written it. He got a publisher, which means he didn't get paid. The publisher got most of the money. And the couple who performed the song got all the performance royalties. But, interestingly enough, these two, a veterinarian and his wife, got upset with each other and decided to divorce. And the spouse decided to sue for the performance royalties for the song. So my question to you is, 
Case or no case, number one. And number two, name that tune. If you can name the song, you get an extra bonus point. Todd Cunin, you get to go first. Oh, good heavens. So the couple that performed it were not the folks that wrote it. Didn't write it. Okay. And they were veterinarians. He was. He was. And she was like the office manager in the veterinarian practice. From Novato, the San Francisco Bay Area. And at some point in time, their marriage went to the dogs. I just had to throw that pun. It, it was rough. They, okay. It was say. rough. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's a dog-eat-dog world out there. And, you know, unless you're wearing milk bone underwear, it doesn't right. really work for you. Right. So right. I'm going to say, what the heck? This is a case. I'm not going to ante up the double points. I've already, you know, taken it on the chin okay. for that one. Right. So I'm just going to go regular points here. Uh, I'll say that it is a case. And don't, I'm... Don't name the song until we get Denise. Okay. okay. And so I'm going to say that... Let's see. And the question is, who wins, the veterinarian or the husband or the wife? Correct. Um, I'll say that um, the... Performance royalties for a hit is a big deal. Okay. Right? Uh, do, yeah. What year was this? Do we know? Or would that um, give it away? I believe it's uh, in this century, last century. Okay, last I'll century. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to say they go to the husband under antiquated um, property rights... That would be that would go towards the the male spouse. I'm gonna oh. say it's very antiquated. He gets it. Probably would not under today's law, but back then. All right. Yes. Fair enough, Denise. What what say you? Do you think this is a case? And if so, who would be the winner? And when when you're done, you'll get the chance to take a name shot at the song. Well, in 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 California, this is Nevada. Mm-hmm. So in California, it's a 50-50 community property state. So right. if they recorded it together, then it is community property because it was done during the marriage. To make it very quick, I think that husband would have to buy wife out of his veterinary business, and I think wife would get the royalties as a result of that because that would be a, a fair way for them to value his business and let him buy her out of one half oh, so that like say, I'll keep the business, you keep the royalties exactly. from the performance of the song. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think. And um, and I'm sticking to it. And I'm going to say it is the case and wife wins. Okay. So, Todd, what song? Uh, I'm going to say Blue Christmas. <laughs> nice one. Denise, what say you? I wish I could say Santa Baby because that's my favorite Isn't one. Isn't that a great song? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to say... Um, White Christmas. Oh, okay. So, so we're going with the colored Christmas, you know, white, blue, whatever. So, okay. <laughs> we have a theme, theme here. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for us here for the first 15 minutes of the second hour. Don't go away. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your... I like the Amadrosa Valley. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Welcome back. We were doing a case or no case uh, where a married couple, they were hooked on a Christmas song written by another person, uh, Randy Brooks. 
and they recorded that song, and they got the royalties for that recording, and then they decided they were going to get divorced. And we're going to find out what happened. Is it a case or no case? And if so, who got the rights for the uh, royalties? Yeah, because the key is, and everybody knows this, when you write a song, you get the rights to that song's uh and somebody wants to borrow it, they've got to say, hey, can I pay you for the rights to to perform the song? So they do, and then the performance is theirs. You know, they get paid to perform. That guy gets paid for the use of the song, usually a flat fee. The performers, they, they get all the money, whatever they collect for going on concerts. So, and you're asking yourself, is it a case? Now, Todd, you said it's a case. Is that correct? I said it was a case and that the husband was the one who prevailed mm. in the dispute over royalties ongoing. And I said it was a case, but the wife prevailed. So you say case and wife, Denise? I did. Okay. Well, congratulations to you. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, I want you to know that I only learned this when interviewing the husband on the radio on my local show up in... Uh, in Northern California, and here's the song we're talking Grandma about. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> See, I was right. I wanted to change my answer because I realized, you know who that's written by, right? Yes. It's written by, or not written, it was recorded by Elmo and Patsy. Right, Patsy's the wife, and they were right. a veterinarian. I asked him how his life was going with his wife, and he said, Oh, Cal, why did you ask me on the radio? <laughs> and he said, we fought over the performance royalties, and but... He also had to settle a class action suit before he could give her the royalties. There was some class action suit over downloads and performance royalties that apparently he had not given back to the appropriate parties. But he settled all that, and now we know how you know how he solved the problem very creatively. Made his own new recording of the song. Oh, so they both have rights. Correct, they both have rights. He has rights and she has rights. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is case. Or no case, and congratulations to you, Denise, and to you, Todd, for getting a point each. You know, it, it's interesting you mentioned that uh, he got a, he settled oh. that by recording and making a new recording of the song. Correct. And that is a remedy employed by uh, several artists. I believe Def Leppard, um, back from my heyday in high school, but yeah. I, I had heard that Def Leppard ran into a contract dispute or some dispute over ownership of the master recordings of the previous label. And the way they got it, so fine, we'll just go ahead and re-record the songs. And they went, you can't yeah, do that's this. Yeah, that's Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift did the same is now thing. doing yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? The fun thing about that story is that she tried to keep it quiet a little bit, and then Scooter Braun sold for what he purchased her whole book of business, right, her own master's, to somebody else for $300 million, didn't offer it to her first. And so then she came out after that sale was completed and said, hey, doesn't matter. I'm going to have new masters, which means that <laughs> that sale, that the value of that sale was just all the way right then and there lowered. Pretty it, smart it, move on her part. Yes. I, I, th I think that it could be lowered in the short term. But then go ahead, like, uh, you know, go fast forward 30 years from now. I mean, what would people right now pay for the masters of anything from the Beatles or Led Zeppelin or anything well, from back in the 60s? They pay a lot. Yeah, and so, yeah. so the question here would be, um, is are the masters, master recordings of Taylor Swift's original work, 
uh, before she re-recorded it. Is that going to be something? I, I would think whoever's got it now has to look at it as a... Uh, it's going to have to be a long-term investment. Might not be worth a lot now, but might be in the future. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of bands, they to get out from underneath their recording errors that they made, not recording errors, but losing their master rights, um, they did live in concerts. So you saw, remember, you used to see the live in concert because that was different. That was theirs. They yeah. didn't have to split royalties. And concert that. recordings, you mean uh, yeah. uh, performances, correct? Yes, that's exactly. Right. Common strategy. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a complicated business, and when there's money, People line up and start to get it. And if you're getting divorced in the middle of a complicated business, oh boy. Yeah, that can be tough. I'm sure, I'm sure Denise could tell us some stories about complicated issues that arise. Denise, uh, folks that are listening, Denise is a family law attorney. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best in the business. Family law attorney uh, representing individuals going through uh, divorce, separation, child custody. I'm a criminal defense attorney, used to be a prosecutor in two different jurisdictions, not at the same time, obviously. I was in Tennessee, Northeast Tennessee for about, for a little while, and also a prosecutor in California. Now I'm a criminal defense attorney. Fred is a uh, personal injury plaintiff's lawyer and so with with those three we kind of have a lot of the bases covered and i'm a recovered television news guy who's now back in the radio business yes uh, nothing to do with radio a a, a news televangelist (laughs) you know the the religion of news (laughs) Um, look uh, so we're coming up on the bottom of the hour let's do a really quick one a fun one here uh folks I, I shouldn't laugh at this one. I really shouldn't because there's there's nothing funny about drinking and driving. But, uh, you know, at least you think that you face liability if you're drinking and driving. But <laughs> DUI from eating candy and driving. Yes. Yes, folks, it can happen. This might be Australia where it happened. But an individual uh, recently was convicted of driving under the influence of because he was eating, what was it? He was eating these uh, chocolate-covered rum balls. <laughs> and, and he said, look, I was eating them a lot. And, and I don't know how much he had eaten. I do know this. He said that's all he had because they were filled with the Kahlua or the alcohol. He blew a .038 on the breathalyzer. Which, in look, in any state, that is like less than half the legal limit. But apparently in Australia... For newly licensed drivers, the blood alcohol level for DUI is 0.02. Wow. And so he was nearly double that. Uh, he got like a three months license suspension, minimum fine. Um, I but just was eating some kind of candy. I was, yeah, it was just it. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> yes. When, one year for the Secret Santa gift, everybody was trying to steal. We had those uh, uh, liquor infused. Um, chocolate candies, yeah. and everybody wanted those. I mean, it was so much fun. No, they weren't a white elephant in your office, eh? <laughs> I don't drink, but I'll eat the candy. I'm okay. Exactly. All right, folks, we're at the bottom of the hour. Don't go away. Coming back for the rest, the second half of the second hour. Right after this, you're listening to Radio Law Talk. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
Since 1960, Iceberg Drive-In has been a family favorite for not only our famous thick shakes with unlimited delicious flavor combinations, but also our hand-breaded onion rings, delicious fries, and signature fry sauce. The Iceberg Shake Shop is perfect for high-traffic locations such as busy strip malls, recreational amusement centers, or near theaters. We are seeking qualified franchisees in the western United States. You'll have access to not only the popular Iceberg Drive-In name, but also our procedures, buying power, and operations. Plus, receive support dedicated to your success. For more information, email franchise at icebergdrivein.com or visit our website at icebergdrivein.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Of getting rid of garbage. That's 800 814. I like the Amargosa Valley. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. So if you were listening in our first hour, and if you weren't, shame on you. And you can pick it up if you go onto our podcast starting uh, when we rebroadcast the show on the broadcast the show on our podcast uh, Tuesday. That's about when the Saturday shows get uploaded to our website, radiolawtalk.com. If you were listening to the first hour, when we started out, I was talking about how um, the decisions of courts can have wide ranging effect depending on the court. If it's trial level court, uh, it affects only what's going on at that trial. If it's an appellate level, it'll affect things maybe uh, a little bit more broadly in that jurisdiction, that state. A state Supreme Court will affect everything in that state. We did the Cosby case where it's talking about the Pennsylvania Supreme Court is going to make a decision that will affect how cases are heard in there. Well, now we have a U.S. Supreme Court case we're going to talk about. And it's interesting, There, the U.S. Supreme Court recently decided or, or, let's see, barred a, a New York policy from taking effect or continuing because of constitutional grounds, but it has implications far beyond New York. So, Denise, what was the issue in New York that ended up going before the U.S. Supreme Court? Whether or not Governor Andrew Cuomo had the power to suspend and limit capacity at religious um, uh, houses, if you will. Yeah. So and this is during the COVID. This is time during the health crisis. Uh, it was brought by the Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn, 
and Orthodox Jewish synagogues versus Cuomo and the state of New York. That was the underlying case. Yeah, so New York has these, they they color code their restricted zones based on COVID. They can be uh, yellow, which is a less restricted zone, red or orange. And, you know, if it's in the higher restricted zones, it limits the number of people that can congregate in a certain location and things like that. And at the time this lawsuit was brought, appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, these churches were in the more restrictive zone, right? Either red or orange. They were. And so they were limited to, um, I think it was 25 persons or less, depending on the capacity of each church. Yeah. And it was a little different for churches than it was for restaurants or bars or that type of thing, too. And that was the thing that really uh, was was the basis of this suit, which is, look, um, having a restaurant open is not an enumerated right in the First Amendment. Religion is. And so the question here was, wait a second, if they can open up for retail and for commerce with less restrictions than a church can in the same zone, we really need the court to take a look at this. But something interesting happened while the case was pending. That's right. Uh, Unfortunately, we lost RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm -hmm. And she was replaced with an extremely conservative um, woman. Um, and this was her first, that woman's first case on the Supreme Court that she fully heard and became a part of the decision making. That's right. It- and it flipped the court, whereas there was a previous case involving First Amendment rights. And it was 5-4 with Roberts going to the liberal side. And it was the decision was made. um against the First Amendment rights case, and this case now flipped the other way, 5-4 decision with Roberts in the minority, um, and saying, Roberts specifically said, hey, I'm joining these liberal judges because we should not uh, try to make decisions for these health care um, officials concerning the pandemic. This is not a time for us to be, you know, second guessing these healthcare state officials on what they're doing and not doing. Um, but th- the funny thing is, after this d- decision was made, what did Cuomo say? Well, Cuomo said it was irrelevant. Before we get to that, yeah. Cal, you had a comment. Well, my, oh. I just had a question, and that is, under what circumstances is it acceptable for a governor to say, you know your First Amendment rights? I'm taking them away. And, and I, well, I, I don't what, think that, that that's okay? it. I don't think that it says they were taking away the First Amendment rights to for religious. I think it was limiting those rights, not taking them away completely. Because they could have done Zoom. They could have done other methods and, by which to and, and look, I, I worship. Think, I think that the argument here is, all right, to Justice Roberts, I would say, okay, if that's true, if, uh, if because of health reasons and the deadly nature of the virus and all of that, if that is true, why is it that a retail establishment is allowed to have more people Thank in you. it than a religious establishment in the same restricted zone? I think that was the argument. True. And, and I think that the, uh, the, the conservative justices, uh, you know, in the 5-4 with Amy Coney Barrett ruling with the, uh, with the right, 
or the, the, conservative, conservative. the conservative justices was, yeah, you, you kind of raise a bit of an equal protection issue here because I see these two groups as similarly situated in terms of the numbers congregating. And if they're similarly situated in terms of the numbers congregating, you, there's really no justification for restricting one more than the other. But the other thing that was interesting about this, okay, and uh, in addition to the change in the makeup of the court was that while this case was pending, New York changed the location of the specific plaintiffs who brought the appeal. And they moved it from the more restrictive red and orange zone down to the less restrictive yellow. Hmm. So by the time the decision was made as it relates to this specific church, the issue was moot. The two churches. Yeah, the two churches. The issue was moot. It wasn't one that affected them anymore. And and uh, the governor, Governor Cuomo, said, look, the decision by the Supreme Court is really irrelevant because those churches are no longer in the more restrictive uh, more restrictive designation. But it's echoed all the way to the West Coast. So basically the finding is that religious um, services is an essential business because they should be compared to essential businesses and not limited because they were limited more than essential businesses. Right. And that's worshippers' belief, I think. Right. Whether it's true or not, exactly. that's, I think that's the belief. I didn't mean business, no, but no, you know what I mean. I, it's no, essential gotcha. service. Operation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. Now here's one thing that's interesting with this. Normally, when a case goes up before the Supreme Court, one of the things that the justices look at is to see, is this issue even before, is it even ripe anymore? Because in most cases, if an issue becomes moot, the justices will say, we don't need to decide this anymore because the issue is moot. There is a caveat to that. And the caveat is when it's an issue that could re-arise or come up again very quickly, and, and it's, it's like it might be moot now, but it's a, an ever-changing issue that could come up again and then go away. And it's not like it's gone forever. And I think they look at this and say, well, given the fact that whether what zone you are in is dependent on the percentage of cases, the number of hospital beds, they might be in a yellow zone right now, which is less restrictive. And uh, after Thanksgiving, you could have a surge of COVID cases. And by Christmas, you're back in the red zone again. And so I think that they issue that. But you had mentioned something else, which kind of cuts against what Governor Cuomo said about being irrelevant. It might be irrelevant to that specific plaintiff there, but this decision had far-reaching consequences clear over on the West Coast. And what was it? Yeah, well, this case, a very similar case, had been brought in California. And it was still in the Court of Appeals and had gone up uh, to the state uh, court. And it was actually upheld. The restriction was upheld. But what happened is that the Supreme Court didn't hear this case, but actually directed that the case go back and remand it is what they call it, but directed the trial court to relook at it in light of their decision in the New York case. So we know that there's going to be some impact that of that New York case that was decided in California. Yeah, so the California case was making its way through the federal court of appeals, but in the Eastern District of California, in the in the Ninth Circuit in California, and that's the Supreme Court said, all right, we decided this case in New York. So we're not going to listen to yours here, but you need to reevaluate your position on that case based upon what we said in the New York case. Because, again, when it's the U.S. Supreme Court, even if they're deciding law in a specific jurisdiction uh, about a case that arises in a specific jurisdiction, in this case, it's New York, the decision of the U.S. Supreme Court applies 
in all states. 50 states. And, and so they have to look at it. And that's where I, I disagree respectfully with uh, Governor Cuomo. It's not irrelevant as a whole because every state now is going to have to look at their restrictions mm-hmm. because now you have the U.S. Supreme Court saying, hold on, folks. That's right. Yeah. Well, Selection I like the fact that somebody, somebody brought up the obvious argument. Why is it okay to go to Costco but not to go to church? I mean, that's the obvious argument, and that was what, what was brought up in the court. And when the decision, the little bit of it uh, that I read, the, the judge basically said there's no equal here where you know you, where you can tell people you can't go to the church, but you can go to the store. So there's nothing in the Constitution yeah. that you, reflects that. You could have the same restrictions, meaning you have to wear a mask, you have to social distance, you have right. to do all of that. And you can trust the churches will have to do that as well. I would think so. So yeah. it's, yeah. I mean, I think, it, in my opinion, it came down to uh, religion is essential for humans. Period. Yeah. That's it. I think they that's have a right our, to their religion. I think that's what the First Amendment says. So yeah. that's why it's All enumerated right. there, right? <laughs> we're in the we're in the home stretch of our second hour. Don't go away. We'll be back after this break for the final 15 minutes of the second hour. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. 
They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, that's 800-814-5108. Is this real life? Oh, that's stone. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. You know, Cal, Denise and I were talking over the break, and I think we both reached a uh, the conclusion. We agreed. Denise and I... That never happens. We so, actually agree on more than people know, but it seems like when we're on the air talking about stuff, that's when the disagreements come up. But we did both agree that lawyers probably do not make good lyricists for holiday songs. <laughs> because we, we were talking about our case or no case at the beginning of this hour, and you know, it, was, it dealt with the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And... Uh, you know, what was it? Here and after the aforementioned grandma got run over by a reindeer after the fact. And it was like, yeah. It was and too the much. aforementioned <laughs> died as a result. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't roll off the tongue quite the way you would want it to. Well, you know how that song came to be? How's that? The writer heard Merle Haggard's song about a, a grandmother who had passed a Christmas, a Christmas card to grandma. Aww. And he said, that's really a great song, but what can I do to make it funny? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then he came up with the sleigh and the reindeer, and away he went. I was just glad it was when his grandma passed at the holidays. She bent over to pet the cat and shot the dog. Oh, that passed. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, what grandma. a bunch of gas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, lawyers full of hot air. It's got to get out somehow, right? So, uh, better out than even, so like I always say. speaking of hot air. Yes, Robert. <laughs> okay. Speaking of hot air, let's talk about the New England Patriots. Nice transition, Denise. Well <laughs> yes. done. Well She's played. She's on it today. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's, you know, it's uh, <laughs> sexual assault. Let's go over to talk about Weinstein. Okay, great. So uh, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, formerly uh, Tom Brady's team, now uh, Cam Newton is quarterbacking the Patriots. Yeah, that's and, such a shift. But yeah. not for long. Yeah, you know, I you know, I don't know. Who do you think they're going to pick up? I don't know. But I just don't think Cam has the physical ability that, anymore that he had. He's, he's like a shell. He's like watching Joe Montana his last year in Kansas City. And in, you, you, you know. realize Cam Newton, isn't he the same era as Mariota? 
Yes. I, I believe so. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, look, that's that's a hazard with running quarterbacks, and he was. Your body can only take so much and abuse. That's right. He's a big target. He's a big yeah. target. Yes. I mean, I respect everything he's done, but I just don't think he's at the yeah. level he used to be, and that's I, obvious. I, I, I may be I may be um, biased on this one, but I happen to think that a certain young man who currently plays college ball in Provo, Utah, might be a good addition You're to the New England Patriots. You're talking about Zach Wilson? Uh, Wilson, yeah. Zach Actually, yeah. I think he might be a good addition for any team. He's pretty good. Right yeah. now, he's projected under the mock drafts to go to, I think, Jacksonville. But uh, well, the Lord knows they could use him. Well, yeah, the Jacksonville always needs a quarterback. So yeah. anyway, I, I digress. I digress. We're talking about Robert Kraft. And, uh, you know, quarterbacks often get out of jams when the pocket breaks. And Robert Kraft was no different when it came to his legal troubles. Poor Mr. Kraft had back issues, Wait, I guess. What, Mr. Kraft? Poor, well, poor, poor in the non-monetary sense, you know, as in poor me. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you and I. <laughs> yes, yeah. Got it. Mr. Kraft. Mr. He, Kraft was, he'd lost his wife. Yes. He apparently had some body aches. He did, you know. And, you know, he went to a massage parlor he had a need. to take care of it. Innocently <laughs> enough. <laughs> and it just so okay. happened that this massage parlor was under some sort of police surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they went to the extreme of actually recording people that did not know they were being recorded. That had their that were retaining services. Relieved, shall we? Say. Now, now let, let me let me just let me just say this. When I was a prosecutor, and they left happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say it. Well, it's a fair point. <laughs> let, 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 me, let me just let me just say this. When I was a prosecutor, okay. There were some cases that came up of this nature that had video evidence. And, uh, you know, most of the cases resolve. And typically, I would say <laughs> this to uh, defense attorneys. You know, Wait, I know on the, the video they resolved. I, I, no. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know that the investigator looked at the video, but I'm telling you right now, I haven't. And if your client wants a deal that'll keep me from having to look at this evidence, You're in, huh? it's this. But if I got to do a preliminary hearing and put this evidence on, <laughs> that deal goes away. And they almost always say, I don't think anybody wanted to see the Robert Kraft video. I'm just guessing. Okay. But here's the deal. He challenged the validity of the search. He said it violated his Fourth Amendment rights as an illegal search and seizure. And the lower court, the trial court, agreed with him. So the video evidence was suppressed. Case went away against Mr. Kraft. How many people with a less competent lawyer did not get that kind of a deal when it was obviously the same circumstance? And why was it all of a sudden now a bad thing? And here's the thing. So that, that kind of raises the implication that maybe the money got it. As a prosecutor... The public defenders, and I think public defenders are fine attorneys. They're all attorneys. I, I think any public defender's office that I have been against when I was a prosecutor would have brought the same challenge to the validity of that search. It wasn't that hard to do. And the legal reasoning wasn't that hard to raise. I'm just surprised that no other defendants raised it. Well, if the police knew that, why did they continue that investigative technique? Well, they didn't know that it violated the Fourth Amendment at the time. It was later determined to be violative of the Fourth Amendment. They thought they were above board doing it. Or at least that was their argument. So, so Robert Kraft had his case dismissed. But, you know... Kraft wasn't the only one that was charged in that. Tr Kraft wasn't the only recipient, I'm using my air quotes, of services. And, and, and the funny thing, not funny, but there were defendants that were similarly situated as Kraft who pled. 
Yeah. So they pled and they just said, I can't afford to fight this. And, you know, I, it's too much of an embarrassment. So they pled guilty and they all kind so, of received some sentences. And most people plead on the uh, embarrassment grounds. Look, I, ju I just went out of this. Right. And so uh, some of those folks uh, pled. But Kraft got his got the evidence tossed and got his dismissed. But you know what? And so did the other defendants yeah. that hadn't pled yet. They they, they oh, piggybacked on him. That's right. That's right. They all did like little briefs saying, I join in that guy's yes. case. Well, I, I don't know him. that I want to use the term briefs, but yes, I, I want to join in Robert Kraft's briefs. No, I'm sorry. I don't. But, um, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. The two workers at the massage parlor, that dismissal of evidence did not apply to them. They still had to face charges That's for right. operating a, uh, a house of prostitution and all that. They were felonies. They pled to misdemeanors. So Kraft, oh, I can't believe I'm going to well, use this term. Well, how's that okay? Kraft, well, it, Kraft it's because... got off, and they didn't. And here, here's the reason why. There was a local ordinance that said, or a local regulation or rule, that said that if it's only a misdemeanor you're looking at, you cannot record without permission and that's not going to be evidence is coming in well the other the two women were the owner and and one of the workers and they were being charged with felonies so that's why that uh, that evidence was omitted as against them i see I yeah see. does that make sense so uh craft escaped prosecution much like tom brady escaped being sacked several times while running the offense for the patriots but Alas, the two people that he allegedly solicited from, they did not escape prosecution. They got hit with misdemeanors. And, but they were not, they did not plead guilty to the, um, it was like that a, is true. the human trafficking charge. They did not, and they were not, they, their plea did not include that charge. Understood. So they also got a lightened sentence. Okay, so let's move on. Um, We've got we've got the universal lawsuit that has to do with um, there's a claim universal it's it's for the the movie couples retreat uh, with Vince Vaughn and Ferris in love and the couples retreat made a lot of money it was just it was you know back in the 2009 time frame and what happened is that. Um, there was, you know how they have tra trailers and then they have like, um, this is their movie poster, right, right? Right. And that goes out all over the world. Well, in the United States, they had, um, one of the actors who was, um, an African American, um, in that poster and the trailers. But when it went out to other countries, they had taken him out. And of, so of the movie or just of the advertising, at, at just the advertisement, just the marketing part of it. Well, it doesn't seem good. Well, no, it wasn't good. And um, there were some promises made and a bunch of stuff happened. And so he is now suing Universal um, f for racism, basically. It's a racism charge. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Is that something you can sue for civilly? Is that what, I mean, just a civil suit? Or was, sure. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a civil suit. And basically, he's claiming that they are a racist company and that he has been injured by that. And that he didn't get full advantage of being, you know, marketed in that film, um, at least internationally. Right. And that they made promises to him. Now, that's what we have to get into. Hmm. Hey, if you want to call in, call in at 855-529-7234. And 
Come back with us for third hour. Garrett Penny joins us next hour. Todd Coonan is up. But Garrett's going to be here, so don't go away. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Greg, host of the Chosen Generation Radio Show. I like discounts, and I bet you do too. If you're age 50 or older, the Association of Mature American Citizens, AMAC for short, has plenty of discounts available for their members. Airlines, hotels, restaurants, auto insurance, and help with your Medicare plans. What I like most about AMAC is they understand my values, and they're fighting for them every day. Unlike the other guys that just talk a good game, AMAC is actually holding to my biblical Christian American constitutional values. It feels good to belong to a true American organization. Why don't you join me by calling them at 855-696-7930. That's 855-696-7930. Again, the number is 855-696-7930. And use the promo code Pastor Greg. That's Pastor Greg. And get your first year on me.